welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. Hey, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Nichelle. And welcome back to Adam's Rib, y'all. Episode 155. Oh, she just shimmied, (laughs) y'all. New listeners, welcome to the podcast. I'm Lindsay, and she is Nichelle. You can subscribe to the podcast for a brand new episode every Tuesday in iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe to our website for updates and new blogs, adamsrippodcast.com. Shoot us an email, adamsrippodcast at gmail.com. If you have questions, if you have topic suggestions, if you have prayer requests, anything that is on your heart, share it with us. We want to be as engaging with you as possible. Placing the blame on the right thing. Mm. Mm. (laughs) And you know, this is this episode wasn't the show's idea. And when I first heard it, I'm like, I did the same thing. I was like, mm. <laughs> I look in your business because it's so funny. And when I think of placing the blame on the right thing, I think it's just excuses. That, that's 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 how I interpret it. Just just an excuse or just something that we don't want to hold ourselves accountable for. Mm-hmm. We might not want to hold that person accountable for because mm-hmm. you know women were just so loyal no like check them yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know call them out be accountable be be that accountability partner and 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 judge them on maybe you know that incorrect action that yeah, needs yeah. to be correcting and so you know placing the blame on the right thing that's just simply the righteous you know thing to do mm-hmm. at the end of the day and we talked about last week a little bit um about god being the punisher and how to identify whether or not some of the experiences that we have are conviction or if they're just natural consequences, right? Mm -hmm. So my pastor down in Bloomington, shout out to City Church. um, My pastor always says, make adjustments, not excuses. (laughs) Make adjustments, not excuses. And from all my Greek people, I'm Greek. Shout out to SG Row. So we got Row Story Corporate. Excuses are the tools of incompetence. Go from there. Go ahead. Continue. No, I didn't know if she was going to follow with an email. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not um, going to spit that. It's not the platform for that. Please, please fix it, Jesus. <laughs> so what does it mean to place the blame on the right thing? So if you um, think about it, I think for me, there are times in my life where, okay, so for example, if I'm not financially responsible, and it comes time to pay a bill. Mm-hmm. And I don't have the money because I went and bought some weed. I thought, you said, weed. I, I thought you said weed. I was like, really? No, we are a non-cannabis <laughs> um, podcast. Um, <laughs> no, but but if I, if I spend my money on a new Michael Kors or mm-hmm. a new coach bag or the new Birkin or the new Neverfold, and then my rent is due. Yeah. I'm not going to be sitting up here mad at God because right. I don't make enough money. Like, Lord, you did not provide, God. Exactly. Like, Forgetting that he blessed you with that job so you could pay these. Yeah. No. No. Yes. No. Yes. Say that, Go. Lindsay. No. And yes. so I'm like, I'm 
I'm over here getting a little worked up about it because I'm like, people be trying to say like God didn't do X, Y, and Z, but you didn't do what you were supposed to do. Yeah. You be sitting up here complaining about your finances and mm-hmm. you don't tithe. Forget 10%. Mm-hmm. You ain't even trying right. to throw 1%. Percent <laughs> I mean, like, give what you can, right? Mm-hmm. And so when I think about placing the blame on the right thing, I'm like, yo, you gotta be real with yourself. Yeah. Be real with yourself. Stop making excuses for why you don't forgive. People always say, well, they hurt me. Mm-hmm. Th- they did hurt you. Mm-hmm. Let's acknowledge the truth in that statement. They hurt <laughs> you, right? What that got to do with your forgiveness? Mm-hmm. Place mm-hmm. the blame on the right thing. Mm-hmm. You're not forgiving because you don't you want don't to want forgive. To. That's you don't point. know how to forgive. You're right. Sorry, I thought you were talking no. directly to me. <laughs> hey, if the shoe fits, hey. girl, put it on. You ain't got to buy, but at least try. <laughs> so I think I think it's really important to be able to identify the truth. The only way that you grow is if you actually know what you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I heard one day in a sermon that the easiest way to fight a battle is to fight it head on. Mm-hmm. So if you think about being in a boxing ring, people are not boxing with their backs turned to mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. You look at your opponent dead in the face, you're calculating their moves, you're anticipating their moves, right? And you ready to do what you got to do to yeah. win that battle. That's the same thing with the battles that we fight. When we know what our opponent is, when mm-hmm. we put the, the blame on the right thing, then we can fight the battle the right way. How silly would it be for me to have my back turned to the mm-hmm. person who's literally trying to defeat me? And so, so sometimes we turn our back on the truth, yep. right? And we turn we, we turn our back on the people who are telling us the truth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sometimes you stop calling your godly friends because you know they' about to uh, hit you with a spirit of conviction, right? So you be in the midst of about to make a bad decision. You be like, I ain't calling my Jesus. Jessica friend. has told me so many she times. She's like, Lindsay, I don't call you sometimes because I already know. You I know. Tell me. I know, right? Some of my girlfriends, and and, it, I, and even my mentees, sometimes they like, look, Michelle, I can't even tell you what's going on in my life right now because I know you're going to have me thinking too hard. Yes. That's my mentee's favorite phrase. She's like, you have me thinking too hard. I'm and, like. And I'm the type, I think Michelle can, can agree with this. And like I said, y'all, y'all know Jessica. She was with us for three years. And obviously me and Jessica are still friends, even though she's not with the podcast anymore. One time she called me, I was at work. She was just dealing with a lot. So mm-hmm. she t- she just poured it just just poured out her heart. So I sat I said, so did you call for me to listen, mm-hmm. which is fine, mm-hmm. <laughs> or do you want me to engage mm-hmm. in what you just shared with me? Because yeah. I know Jess, she usually don't call and pour this out unless she really needed to hear the truth about something. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I said as anyway. But I say that I I I I don't know. I say that to say that. I think sometimes when you said account me that friend, they they I think they call to so that they can hear, so they can truly mm-hmm. place the blame, whether it be on themselves or, or you know, mm-hmm. whoever. That battle that you were talking about was so funny to me is that sometimes, you know, we might go into like, oh, this job is for me. I know it is. Knowing yes. that God did not confirm that with you. Yeah. God, God didn't even tell you to go on that. You interview. didn't even ask God. Yeah. Or, yeah, <laughs> or, you, or you didn't even consult with him or anything like that. Then you walk out, man. I didn't get that job, God, uh-huh. blah, 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 blah. But then God's looking at you like, well, wait a minute. You know, I did not equip you to even yeah. prepare for that job. I did not yeah. equip you. If you got the job, I yeah. have not equipped you yet to be ready for that yeah. job. I'm not done with you in the season that you already in. So you placing blames on all these other things. Yeah. It's the same, you know, with the test. Man, my professor failed me. No, you just didn't study. You didn't you study. It. You ain't been in class you know all it. semester. <laughs> Why do you think you was about to get an A on the final? <laughs> 
I don't understand. Because I know we got a lot of college students are listening to us. Don't do that. <laughs> right. Do and, that. I, and I'm going to be real with y'all. I did. <laughs> I did that in college. Okay. Um, another thing I want to talk about is that people pray for guidance. They pray for guidance. They're like, God, guide me through this. Lord, help me know pray where I should wisdom. go. Give me what give I me should the wisdom do. Of Solomon, God. But they don't move their feet. So when they don't mm-hmm. get what God has promised them, then they appear blaming God mm-hmm. for it. No, blame yourself. You did not walk when I told you to walk. Yes, yes. You did not move out of this relationship. You did not move out of this situation. You did not move out of this environment. When I provided an out for you, you you didn't even want to talk about the fact that I was trying to move you out of this situation. You wanted to hold that in. So don't be mad at me because you ain't do what you were supposed to do. So some of these things that we experience in See, our me, life. I'm like, but we be over here mad about some of these experiences that we have when we should have never been in the mm-hmm. position in the first place to encounter that. Can God still use you through it? Amen. Yes, he can. We need to look at scripture. Every miracle. I won't say every because I have not memorized all the miracles God has performed. But (laughs) you do. Every miracle. It required an action on said person. Peter, come up out that boat Mm -hmm. and walk to me. Mm -hmm. Lazarus, come up out that grave Mm -hmm. and walk to me. You know. The woman with the issue of blood. Yes. Yes. If I could just get to the. Let me tell you something. If I ever get a chance to just get to the cloth of Jesus. (laughs) Even if it's just like that little thread that's kind of like dangling behind him. I'm grabbing that dang old thread. I'm going to unravel the whole robe. Okay? Because I ain't letting go. And the thing I love about her story is she was like, if I could just get to touch him. Mm -hmm. She touched him and then she was ready to bounce. She was like, okay, I did it. Like, I'm out. And then Jesus was like, nah, bruh. Who touched me? Because I want to know you by name. He wasn't tripping that somebody had touched him. He said, I want to know you, daughter. I feel like it always, like you said, always requires an action. Mm-hmm. He told old boy, what is by the river who's blind, laying something like that, come up in this nasty mm-hmm. river. Yep. It always requires, I'm so glad you said that, because a, it requires a step of faith on yep. your part. You've got to meet God halfway. Yep. It's easy. Like, you, your part is easy. He's doing the hard part. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally. Think about even um, when, was it Paul that was going to walk on water? Peter. Peter. Mm-hmm. And um, so they in this boat. I can imagine being in this boat in these winds and these waters. Nah, is just bro. you want me to come where? Right. I just and do shark. and do what? <laughs> and you gonna have this boat out here rocking this around? Water I'm is like cold. what? Like what we doing? And and so part of that was having to take that step of faith. Mm-hmm. And and I love that scripture tells us that we can ask God to prove Himself to us. Mm-hmm. So God ain't out here trying to be like all mystical and supernatural and majestic to the point where you can't understand him. He invites us to say, yo, God, okay, you ready to show up? Yeah. But but we have to look for God to show up, not look for what we think mm-hmm. is God showing up, right? And then so we, blame that he didn't show up. <laughs> yep. We pray for increase, go to the first job that offers us a higher salary, and then we miserable. And yeah. God didn't tell you to go there. Yeah, yeah. You didn't ask him, mm-hmm. but he didn't tell you either, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, or sometimes God does say, that's not where you should go. But because you're money hungry and you want that bread, you find yourself in these mm-hmm. situations that you shouldn't be in. Relationships. Ladies, mm-hmm. don't be out here trying to change no man. Because mm-hmm. it don't work. Yeah. But you find something that looks good, that feels good, and he know how to, you know, whisper a little something <laughs> in your ear and sprinkle a little joy in your life. And you like, you know what? He ain't saved, but I can get him saved. Right. I could be his salvation. I can Girl, be bye. his salvation. Bye. And he sitting up here heartbroken. <laughs> you met him at the players club. He's still a player. He cheating on you. Now you're mad at God. Talking about some why I can't have nobody that's faithful. 
place the blame on the right thing, Shawty. You walked into yeah. that situation on your own, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or you, you think about thinking you're ready for a husband, but you're not preparing yourself to be no wife and you blame it. And, and then you're mad that, because, yeah. your, because your whole dating life just seems really, really rocky, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or it's even like with, with addictions. You like, okay, God, like, I ain't drinking no more. I ain't smoking no more. I'm not watching pornography anymore, right? Because we don't talk about those sexual addictions, mm-hmm. which, which are very real. So, you, so then you find yourself, you know that you're addicted to porn, but you stay in the strip club. Yeah. How'd that work? <laughs> don't be know. mad at God because you're still addicted. <laughs> you are in the, and, yeah. and not only are you in the strip club, you probably paid to get in and you're paying <laughs> the strippers too. So now you mad at God because you're experiencing what? Yeah. So you got to place the blame on the right thing. And when, when I say place the blame on the right thing, I'm not asking anyone to condemn themselves or to condemn others because the power of the Holy Spirit is mm-hmm. always working in a restorative yeah. fashion. What I'm saying is tell the truth, mm-hmm. identify what it is that you're really dealing with and, and deal with that. Yeah. But then they'll also make excuses for people in your circle that really mm-hmm. are sinning mm-hmm. <laughs> and obviously doing unrighteous Which things. Which we either. do all the time. Yes. You yes. know we got them girlfriends that be out here on on, on, mm-hmm. on Sunday. They praising God. Mm-hmm. Monday through Saturday, we can't really tell if they're Christian unless they post something on Facebook, right? Don't never justify someone's wrong actions. Mm-hmm. I mean, like like yourself, so you got to call for what it is. So, yes, place blame. Just place it on the right thing. On the right thing. <laughs> and then also, I want to make sure that our, our listeners understand that when we talk about these things, we're not talking about placing blame on people. Because mm-hmm. people are not the problem. Scripture tells us that we struggle against principles and yes. powers. Yes. So, we're talking about placing blame on the sin. Mm-hmm. Place Placing blame on the habit, placing blame on the trend. I'm not talking about, so if, if so, and this is just an example because Lindsay's never done this, but if she calls me and she's like, you know, I just committed X, Y, and Z sin, I'm not talking about Lindsay, you're going to hell. Lindsay, you, you lost your salvation. Lindsay, you're wrong. You're just nasty. You're jacked up. I no, I do feel like that. Lindsay, that was wrong. <laughs> so do we hear how we change the yeah. language though? Yeah, Lindsay, I get you. That was wrong. Not Lindsay, you are wrong. Yeah. That was wrong. When you change your language of how you fight mm-hmm. your battles, you you change your perspective as well. So then you don't feel like, oh, what was me? God can't bless me. You just know God is not going to honor your sin. Mm-hmm. And we need to stop with this whole progressive movement in Christianity, <laughs> making people feel like God is going to honor our sin because he ain't. And I know that needs to be an episode for another day. Amen. <laughs> But, but yes, placing blame on the right thing says to truly identify the sin, the habit, the trend, whatever it may be, and actually deal with it. Fight your battles head on. And so some practical things. Let's leave them with some practical things. Mm-hmm. How can they do that? How can they begin to place the blame on the right thing? Are you asking me? Yeah. Let's talk about it. Well, I mean, when you mention the spiritual principalities and all that, I mean... Again, that sounds cliche because I don't think the Bible is cliche, but it's truly putting on the full armor of God and actually go through each yeah. armor of it so that I feel like when you have the right tools, then you'll know the right way to fight and, yeah. and the right things to fight with yes. and the right people yes. or things to, to, to hold accountable. Yes. <laughs> so... That was I think start with that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. <laughs> no, no, that was good. You hit, you hit on my one piece of advice. Get you some some real friends. <laughs> We've talked about that a lot in previous Get episodes. Get you some real friends. You need to find a true circle of people yes. that are on the right path yes. that you want to be on. You know what? I can't stand. <laughs> I, I can't stand people 
who, okay, I want financial increase. I want this. I want this. But then we're going to take the advice from someone who was struggling in that area. And I'm not saying that struggling in a sense of, you know, they just may just, you know, not be be in they just may be in like the growing season right now but struggling knowing that you know and they're gambling all their money away you know mm-hmm. you you know they're sowing their money into the wrong things mm-hmm. but you're gonna take money advice you know just example from that person mm-hmm. so that's why that's like michelle said you gotta surround your your yourself with, with people who i feel like are just also getting that godly counsel or like my yes <laughs> i mean look at the three kings that were thrown in in, in the, the the fiery pit or whatever when what was homeboy name Nebuchadnezzar? Mm-hmm. When he mm-hmm. was like, "Y'all gonna worship this god or whatever." Yeah. When I played his music, all three of them, all three of the mm-hmm. homies, was like, "Nah, bro, we taking the L on it. Yeah. You throw us in the furnace is cool." If one of them had changed their mind, we wouldn't still be talking about the three wise men. We mm-hmm. would be talking about two, right? So the fact that yeah. they were bound together, they spoke the same the language. Three boys. They, yes, mm-hmm. the the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make the joke I wanted to make. Um, but 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 they all were unified in their message. They were intentional with their message and their direction. They mm-hmm. knew what the purpose was, and they had a unified front. So when they all got thrown into the fire, they all rose yeah. untouched. Right? We all winning. Amen. I, I do want to uh, throw one caveat in there. So I kind of disagree with you a little bit on the topic of don't take advice from someone who's struggling in that area. Mm. Only because I feel, I feel like, like that's lifestyle I want, but you're not living that lifestyle. Yes. Is what I'm saying. Like, eh. But, but what I'm saying is that sometimes the people who are in the midst of the mess the most are the people who mm-hmm. have the best insight because they're actually dealing they with They can't it. have the best insight. But so I'm not saying, I'm do, not... I, I, let me finish. Miss <laughs> Arnold, can I finish? I'm not saying take on the perspective of do what they are doing mm-hmm. or do what they have done. Mm-hmm. I'm saying listen to what they say that they have done mm-hmm. and learn from that on, and develop strategies on how not to end up in mm-hmm. that place. Mm-hmm. In my personal opinion, my pastor needs to have been through some stuff before he opened his mouth and ministered to me at all. Mm-hmm. Because the people who have been through some stuff and come out on the other side, they usually have the best advice they usually have the the, the greatest connection i'm not saying they don't have the best advice but i don't think just because anybody's been through nothing they just still don't have a ministry to share i, I don't feel I'm like saying. you got to go through like the ringer to have the best ministry yeah, that's not what i'm saying what um, i'm saying that's how is, i took it though what i'm saying is and i want to make sure that our listeners hear this when i heard you say don't ask the gambler for financial advice mm-hmm. I took that as what's the situation that they're in right now can't be a ministry to you. And mm-hmm. what I'm saying through that is, do you take the advice and do things the same way that they're doing? Mm-hmm. No, because you can obviously see that's not right. a very fruitful situation. <laughs> but do I think that people within their mess can have a ministry and can provide you with context and perspective on some things? Yes, Absolutely. but I feel like I need to see you come up on the other side of that. In my opinion, I need Why? to see- that's that's my that's your testimony. I gotta see like okay, man, he did steps, or you know, he he took the journey and yeah. he was faithful in that journey. He had some slip ups as we all have yeah. in life, and you gonna slip up and yeah. every now and then. But if I can see you journey through that, cool, dang, yeah, he got through that. But yeah. I feel like if I if if I want your advice, need your advice, then I have to want your lifestyle. 
Mm-hmm. That, and, and, and the mess you go through. I don't want that lifestyle right now, but if you get on the other side of that mess, cool. <laughs> so I can, I can appreciate that perspective. And I know we need to wrap up because we're tight on time. And so we want to invite you all to have this discussion with us via Facebook Live later. Um, what, what I'm saying is that, in my opinion, and you know I love you, so I'm saying this lovingly. Mm-hmm. In my, my opinion, because we never agree, Loki. We oh, never agree. We never. Well, oh, maybe like. 50% well, no, of no, the we time. agree on stuff. That's not true. We, we yeah. about fifty percent. Um, what I'm saying is that I personally don't only look for God on the side of the blessing. Mm-hmm. I don't only look for God on on the side of when things are good. I find God in in the mess. Yes. Actually, As most people mess. do find God in but, the mess. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm saying even when I'm assessing other people, mm-hmm. I seek God in their mess. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not, I don't want to only know you mm-hmm. when you're a millionaire. Mm-hmm. I want to see this journey. I want to see those bankruptcies. I want to talk about those failures. Yes. I wanna, I'm not only looking for our millionaire friends, mm-hmm. right? And so I say that that's really important because we, do, we always want to find God on the upswing of things. Is there a spirit of discernment and wisdom that you can have to know like, okay, I ain't trying to be where you are right now, mm-hmm. but I still see the same God in you. I see the same God in the gambler, in the broke person that I see in the millionaire. Mm-hmm. I don't need the dollar sign to confirm for me that God was there because I see him moving now. I see how he mm-hmm. protected me from those same steps. Even when it comes to purity, one of the the, the times where I was encouraging people the most to pursue mm-hmm. purity is when I was out here thotting and botting, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Because I knew for thotting me- <laughs> I knew that God had put this on me, and I, mm-hmm. I knew that there was truth in the message of purity. Did my there is oh yeah, there's truth in it. But, yeah, but yeah, did yeah. my actions always align with right. what I was telling people? No. no. What I had wanted to tell a woman mm-hmm. that was hearing me say pursue mm-hmm. purity at that time, don't trust me because I ain't doing mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. No, because God is still God. He just yeah. picks a vessel to use in a specific mm-hmm. moment for you to get the point. And so I think, and this will be a conversation for another day. Mm-hmm. But how do we choose which Christians we support and which Christians we listen to? Right, because we always want to look for those those cleaned up Christians. I ain't worried about the cleaned up. I think maybe this is just my personal struggle because I think we had talked about this in the previous episode where I struggle with sharing the mess that I felt like I was in because mm-hmm. I was not living in the truth that I felt like I needed to be sharing with people. Mm-hmm. So yes, hear my truth now because I know I got through that and went through that even though I don't share it Amen. and I will one day. But I guess Amen. just for me, that's why I think you I should. speak that Lindsay He said that again. She gonna share one day, y'all. She gonna be transparent. Y'all anyway, so I think at that point, for me, I'm not in a position to tell nobody nothing. That's yeah. just how I felt about okay. me. I'm not in a okay. position to tell you do this, don't do this, because I'm like, dang, I can't even do that. Amen. Who am I to tell you to do that? Like, yeah. oh yeah, I know what you should do, but I'm not doing that. So take that with a grain of salt. Yeah. And I th- and I think I approach that with caution because especially when you have someone already teetering on mm-hmm. living for God and not living for God, that's the last thing I feel like that they're going to be like identify with like, well, she's, you know, mm-hmm. well, she's telling me, but, this, but she living this sinner, way, right? They are, they are. And so, so how do you choose when to listen to a Christian who's mm-hmm. sinning? What do you mean? How do you choose how to listen to? <laughs> no, because all you say, all Christians are sinner, but I just feel like I, I'm still able to give you counsel, but it may not be in said areas that I may be having this issue with, in my opinion. So it's like during that time, yes, my friends still knew me. I'm still always a prayer warrior because I'm still mm-hmm. praying by myself, yeah. you know, through all this and things like that. So, no, I'm not saying Liz is not no good. She can't do this because she's struggling with like all these other things. I'm not saying that. But at the same time, for me, I just really struggle telling people you know, well, you really should deal with your pain in this way. Knowing I'm going home, cracking open the bottle, doing this, but 
do yeah. it this way, even though I'm not doing that. But, but <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? But I still feel like people can't still amen. see the God in you. But it's just like you know. So you don't pray speak for on me, topics y'all. That you haven't already conquered. I try not to okay. because so I because I feel like I need to learn. I need to learn for me. I need to learn, man. I did it, y'all. This is how I did it. It may not look like that for you, but I know for me, this worked. This was God's truth, and this is how I got through it. So, yeah, you can share with someone. I'm struggling with this. I'm trying to get through it now. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, if y'all want to struggle, struggle, struggle together, cool. But I think for me, I think, again, if you have maybe those new believers or those little fence riders who not maybe strong in their faith, stronger mm-hmm. in their walk, and don't always have that truth filled up in them. And I think that's, <laughs> I think that's what breeds salvation because then it does not become i already conquered it mm-hmm. it's we're conquering this together yes and we all need excuse me a crew like that because mm-hmm. yes it was hard doing this by myself i was yeah. so isolated and yeah. alone in this probably because you probably weren't telling a lot of people well then i went it. to a therapist and she knew <laughs> and, and see that's what i'm saying so and, and i really want to have we should we should set up time yeah let's just talk about this later <laughs> This is really important. Because I don't forgot what we were talking about. Place the blame on the right thing. And we got to this point because we started talking about how... I ain't going to get too deep back into it, y'all, because I will go hours on this. We're going to catch y'all on Facebook Live. Maybe we'll do some girl chat and some tea um, and tune in with you guys later. We love y'all. We'll go ahead and pray out. Let me do this one. Yeah, I did last week. You go ahead. Let me pray, Jesus. Let me pray. Um, so dear heavenly father, I just thank you for your anointing over this message. I thank you that we were able to uncover some things that we can personally work on, oh God, so that we can strengthen our relationship with you for anyone who's struggling to identify their enemy. Oh God, I just ask that you renew their vision, renew their hearts and give them the strength to be able to see who their enemy is and help them fight that battle head on. Lord, I just pray that you anoint our listeners well, I know there are some people out there who are struggling with their finances, oh God. Lord, we just claim financial security. We could we mm-hmm. claim financial um, increase or just an increase. We know that there are some, some of our listeners that are praying for household salvation, Lord. And I thank yeah. you that they will start to see the enemy within their family and place the blame on the right thing so that they can continue to draw their family closer to God. Lord, I just thank you so much for um, how you provide for us and how you stand in the gaps. Even when we don't see the gaps, oh God, you're consistently filling them. So Lord, just help us to have a prayer life with you this week. Help us to fast, meditate on your word, oh God. And as we come together next week, I just pray that you continue to anoint the message. And Lord, you know I love Lindsay. That's my girl. So thank you for anointing her with this vision. Um, And continue to bless all of those who listen to and will encounter Adam's Red. Love y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Catch y'all next week.